Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, Tina Sherman here from Geek Psychology. This video is about the auxiliary function and the tertiary function and uh, coming at it in a little different way. Uh, kind of bass backwards, and we're going to be talking more about the energies of them, and then if you if you put in your cognitive function, uh, then you actually get a full understanding of what is going on, and so I'll explain it, don't worry, but um, basically, first starting out though, uh, this is going to be important to you because it's going to give you some more insight into how you are when you are helping other people and how you try to offer support to other people, as well as how other people are trying to offer support to you and why it might not come off that way to you. Sometimes what they are trying to do is very honorable, very should be very helpful, but it triggers a different cognitive function within your stack and it just makes you not want to listen at all, <laughs> okay? So this video is going to give you a little bit more insight into that and um, hopefully allow you to kind of readjust in the moment and, uh, and offer the right kind of support and be able to listen a little bit better to uh, your allies' support. Okay, so starting out, let's talk about what this this whole concept is. This is from John Beebe, um, and I am not John Beebe, <laughs> but this is my interpretation of it, my understanding of it, and uh, let's get right into it. So the auxiliary function carries with it that companion, that mentor-like balancing energy, and it's it's about nurturing people, advising people, and kind of offering support to them. And how you do that is based on your your auxiliary cognitive function. Um, if you don't understand what that is, I suggest you stop this and you watch some of the other videos to figure that out because uh, it's kind of a prerequisite for all of this stuff. So when you are trying to help somebody, when you're trying to offer support, teach them something, um, you use your auxiliary function usually because that is just the role that it fits in, that energy. Like you have this, this energy within you. Uh, let me see. Uh, when, when you think of a, a good teacher, you probably think of somebody who is using your auxiliary function. And you, yourself, jump into that role, that archetype, when you are trying to to mentor somebody and advise them. Uh, this isn't all the time, but this is kind of the usual way things seem to work out. So for me, as an INFP, um, extroverted intuition is my auxiliary function. It's about imagination, ideas, uh, thinking of new possibilities, shaking things up a little bit, finding new ways of looking at stuff. So when I am making these videos, when I am trying to help a friend, I naturally slip into extroverted intuition and I just start throwing out different ideas. And I'm asking them, like, what, what do you think about this? Could it be this? Could this be the option? Could this be the case? Like, it's just all sort of 
unattached ideas, just trying to kind of ping different stimuli and, and make sure uh, that they're thinking of things in different ways. Um, for example, an ETP, ENTP or ESTP, if they are advising you or trying to help support uh, like a good mentor does, uh, that good companion style, they are going to probably offer names and definitions and kind of analyze something, try to reason through something, and then share that information with you. Okay, they're trying to give you the accurate, complete, precise information so that you get through what you're trying to do, right? Um, but the problem is we don't always take it in that way. For me, when I start to hear names and definitions and clarifications and like that cold detached logic that would come out of uh, introverted thinking, it triggers my eight function, which I'm not going to get into too much in this video, but it's not the place, I'm not taking it in the correct way. Does that make sense? Like they're trying to support and I'm just kind of brushing it off and I think of it as like some demonic energy <laughs> uh, that, that I run away from usually. And so really think about how you are offering advice to somebody else and is it really hitting the right spot? And one more thing that we can go into with this um, is the tertiary function. The tertiary function is about this uh, childish, noob-like energy. It's uh, distracted, and when you have anxiety, you kind of go to that. It's fearful. It can be playful and, and like wide-eyed and hopeful, too. But um, usually when you have anxiety, when you're afraid of something, uh, or you're a little bit irresponsible about something, you are kind of in that energy of your tertiary function. So for me, uh, because I can freely give these examples, right? Uh, it's introverted sensing. So when I'm struggling, when I have anxiety about something, it's usually about like accounting for information and setting up uh, these kind of, I guess, procedures, but based on what is like going to hold true from now from the past, rather, up until now and into the future. Does that make sense? So, like, uh, checking in with my past and what worked in the past and kind of those, those not reinventing the wheel type things, those past experiences, that's something I struggle with. And I, I get kind of childish about that. And I look up to other people for guidance. Um, and so... When somebody is in that mode, for example, when I am in that mode, I don't want a bunch of ideas and stuff necessarily, like extroverted intuition. I don't want somebody to give me those precise details. I don't want somebody to kind of just like shake me loose and be like, forget about it, you know, straighten up, let's, let's have some fun or whatever. I want somebody to like, comfort me and be like, this happened in the past before. It's going to be okay now. And it's not going to be like the end of the world or anything like that. You will be okay. Just do these, these kind of like little steps. And let's, let's, um, I can't think of the word that I want, 
basically, let's just stabilize the situation and make sure that everything's okay. Show you that it's okay. And then we can move on and it's fine. Right? That's what I want when I'm feeling kind of childish. Um, when I'm in that newbie uh, essence. <laughs> uh, for example, when an ENJ, ENFJ or ENTJ is kind of being childish, being childlike, distracted, has anxiety or something like that, they're probably in extroverted sensing. So they want you to meet them there and get them into the present moment, get them a quick like fix for whatever it is, something real tangible, and then move on with it. And just, they don't want, for example, what I always try to do is to give a bunch of different ideas and possibilities and get them to think about things differently. No, they want to physically be in a different state. So you have to do like a Tony Robbins on them and just kind of shake them up a little bit, right? And it's not easy for me to do, but that's what they want. So you should give them that. So what I'm saying here is that you really need to think about how you are dealing with conflict and how you are helping another person. Because it's not as simply put as just do your auxiliary function and it'll be fine because not everybody wants that advice. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so what you can do to get through this, to, to make your conflicts a little bit easier, or to understand people a little bit better and serve them better, is to one, just take, take a big breath, take a step back. Um, I personally, this is pretty geeky, I know, but I like to imagine myself kind of just like floating out of my body, getting this above view of the situation and just detaching a little bit, disengaging a little bit, slipping into stealth mode or whatever it is, and and trying to just see it, see the situation. And then from there, think, if you know, think about their functional attitudes, think about their cognitive functions, and try to meet them in their tertiary function. I, I know it's not easy. <laughs> it sounds pretty complicated. And at the start it is, but for me as well, the more that I'm thinking about this, the more energy I'm putting into it, and the more I'm, I'm paying attention to the archetypes themselves, not just the cognitive functions, uh, the easier it's becoming, okay? So try that. Think about where they are. Think about what they want and offer them uh their tertiary function in a little bit better fashion. <laughs> like, you know, just don't rely on your auxiliary function at all times is what I'm saying. Um, and so what you can do right now in order to, to kind of feel this out a little bit is think about somebody that you've had some uh, interactions with, good, bad, whatever they are, and write down, if you know their type, write down their type, write down their name, write down how they often try to give you support and offer support to other people. And then see if that matches up with the auxiliary function. Do this for yourself as well. Do this for your friends, your family, even your, your bosses or whatever. And it, it should give you a little bit different light, a different way of looking at the situation, okay? And I want to hear, as always, 
I guess, read. I want to read uh, in the comments down below how you offer support to other people and what your type is. So you can say your type and then say, this is what I normally do to support people. And I want to really get some, um, some firm, clear ideas and examples of how you are using the auxiliary function to support other people. Okay. So please let me know down below in the comments, like, share, subscribe. If this helped you, uh, then please pass it along, give it to somebody else. Thank you very much. Patrons. You guys are awesome. Always helping out and, uh, keep up the lifelong questing. Good luck. Have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening. And I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.